Sean, welcome back. Hey, thank you. You uh, did you miss me? You, I did. You did Vegas. Went well. I Last still- time we talked, we were recording ahead of time, and I, I didn't think you were going to be able to fly out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a uh, big snow coming, but there wasn't a problem at all. So um, it was very similar to when you and I went to Vegas for Happens hashtag Happens. Uh, landed, went to my room, went straight to the pre-party. And hello, um, partied a little bit because, but everybody was having fun in that way because a lot of people are from the coasts and hadn't even done anything like that in a long time. So it was wild to watch, um, you know, music industry people who are typically really professional partiers, um, not remember how to do it very well. (laughs) Um, saw a lot of great bands, had a lot of cool experiences, met people that you and I've been emailing with so much and hadn't even actually met them face to face. So that was cool. And, uh, I also saw Jerry Cantrell, um, in live in person standing right next to me. It was like seeing a unicorn. So kept it totally chill. Nope. Didn't. (laughs) So, um, went to Metallica at Allegiant Stadium, which is the new Raiders stadium. And we had club seats. So we're walking up to the bar there. And I, like, we walked up to the bar and I just kind of like turned to my left and right there, Jerry Cantrell. I know him. It was the back of him, but I I knew it was him right away. So I yelled at, I yelled out, Jerry, oh my God. (laughs) And he turned and he goes, what's up ladies. And he like walked away and he like pointed. It was so cool. So anyway, that was like a really, I did a lot of cool things, but that was such a highlight, such a random thing. Yeah. And at a Metallica show for that to happen. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was so cool. But yeah, this is prime Sean. (laughs) Made it back safe. I'm glad, um, you know, to be on another round of, of what's new now, um, alive and well. I have to read something. Um, We got a review, by the way. Can I read this review? Yeah. Okay. It's from a guy named Rico Bro. Rico Bro. Yeah. This is a this is a mean uh, a mean comment. Oh, good. It's not a tweet. So mandatory drag queens? (laughs) Question mark. Made this station my newest go to radio app. He was listening through the app. Um, Deleting after listening for five minutes of DJs talking about drag queens. And announced that every Friday afternoon, it's drag queen hour. F that. That was you and me, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it was you us, and I, We were course. joking. We were kind of, well, we were kind of joking. Kind of joking. But yeah, but like, are you serious? Calm down, dude. I'm kind of glad he left that review because like people know now what they're in for. <laughs> It's like, I can't think of anything that represents us better than exactly. that review. Also, Hello, it's drag Sean queen hour. Yeah. Hour? No. <laughs> hour is not accurate. I wish. <laughs> I wish we could talk about it for an hour. We would. No, we have. A, we do have a lot to cover today, though. Um, specifically, a very cool interview that you did with Bob Moses. Let's yeah. talk about that. We caught up with them on Zoom because today... The Silence in Between is their new album. It is out. We've heard a few songs from it. We've been playing Love Brand New on X1039. I saw them at the Black Sheep. Wow, what year is that? Was that like that 2017? Was, I think so, 2017. Um, and I think it was a sold out show, but I had never experienced a show like that. Like they are fantastic live. It was amazing. And I, before we started recording, I just mentioned real quick, like, God, last time I saw you guys was... Like five years ago at the Black Sheep, and they were like, "I remember that gig. It was wild, in Colorado Springs. Yeah. yeah, 
It was super wild. It was a it was a couples fest. It was. I remember you saying that at the time. There was just a bunch of people in love dancing. Yes. It was so it was a cool. Love fest. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, so it was really fun to talk to them. We're gonna get into the interview in just a second, but there's one moment I want to explain. There's a part like right at the beginning of this interview where I ask a question and Jimmy starts answering it and I went, whoa! And I I had no idea he was there because we were on Zoom and I had it in the mode where you only see the screen of whoever's talking at the oh. time. Oh, and right. When we did our intros, I, I don't know. If, <laughs> so I was talking to, to Tom uh-huh. and I thought it was just Tom on the Zoom. And which is, you know, that happens. Sometimes it's just one member of the band Mm -hmm. um, that takes care of the interview. And so I thought it was just Tom because I don't know if our intros, like Jimmy was muted or just Mm -hmm. not loud enough to ever trigger his video. And so I asked a question and Jimmy starts answering and I, you can hear me. I, it legit frightened me. I was like, what? (laughs) What are you doing? I can't wait. What are you doing here? Um, And he he was so easy too. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He was definitely confused too. He's like, uh, what do you mean? What am I doing here? So then I was like, okay, I guess I need to put this into gallery mode. And then sure enough, I could see everybody. Very um, cool. So that explains that moment. But it was really, you know, deep conversation about their album. Um, you're going to hear them talk about their process, about their upcoming tour, um, which they haven't toured in mm-hmm. like two years. So they'll talk a little bit about that. So let's get into it. Yeah, it's Tom and Jimmy from Bob Moses. Right now, we're talking to Bob Moses, who have a new album out today. It's called The Silence in Between. We've been playing the new single here on X1039. Love brand new, so we're excited to get the full album today. Let's start off with the lead single, which is Love Brand New. Um, What was the thinking behind releasing this one first from the album? Well, I mean, we felt like it was... It's weird. When you write write an album and it comes together, there's songs that kind of start to sort of percolate as the as the strongest ones. And, um, with this, with this album, love brand new definitely was one of those. And, um, it also had the right, I mean, singles are a funny thing, right? Like singles are not always like, you know, might not always be the most meaningful song on the record or the most whatever to the artist. But I think that, you know, this one had a certain energy and a quickness to it that didn't feel forced and felt really natural. And I think that that was a big part in what um, what led us to kind of choose to put it out first. And also, um, we really felt like the lyrics, the lyrics that came out originally, you know, the, the, the idea is about uh, falling in love and experiencing everything as though it's brand new, like you're seeing it for the first time. And kind of try not to lose yourself in that excitement and uh, just be present in the moment. And I think that we felt like given the time of our record release and what we've just all gone through as a a society, it also had a nice double meaning of like this feeling of coming back out into the world after being locked away for so long and seeing everything that we used to love doing as if it's brand new again. So we like, we loved that. So that was also a factor in kind of the whole picture of figuring to put this one out first. Yeah, it does feel like we're getting a bit of a fresh start, at least with shows and tours coming back on that side of things. So the next song that we got prior to the album being out was Never Ending, which is another good one. Can you give us a rundown on that song as well? Yeah, I mean, that song is like... Oh, there's two. I didn't know you were here. I'm sorry. Oh, I am here. <laughs> I thought I was just yeah. talking to Tom. Hi. Surprise. It's Jimmy. 
Uh, I guess I should go into gallery mode. There we go. Now I can see everybody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> very quiet. I just linger around. He's sneaky. Jumps out of you from the, when you're not expecting it. Ah. You know, I guess Love Brand New sort of like this big sort of post-rock, dancey, um, industrial, almost big triumphant song and a never ending sort of like a return to, to form classic sort of Bob Moses track. And um, it's, it's dancey, but it's still got this really amazing sort of, you know, I, I, how would you even describe the beat Tom? It's like, it's not like reggaeton, but it's got like this really shuffly it's, it's dancey, but it's not stereotypical. It's shuffly. Floor. Yeah. It's shuffly and it's dusty and it's kind of like fortet, you know, it's kind of like skippy and skiffly, but also, banging yes which is like and that's what really drew it drew us to it and then of course obviously the lyrical content of never uh, of never ending and like this like sort of very um this idea of not wanting of of realizing the potential of like something could end not wanting to and wanting to keep you know wanting to stay in a moment forever sort of yeah and that and that like during the also another song time and time again that we have is sort of about a friend that's law a friend that we lost during the pandemic and like kind of this idea of like when time stands still that was felt like the world went on pause and so we wrote a lot of songs that kind of like tapped into magical moments in our life that we like wouldn't want to end or there was a lot of reflection and that happened lyrically throughout the whole record that sounds like a really positive take on it was that intentional for you guys i know like the last couple of years has been hard on everybody did you want to put out um, a positive feeling album. Yes. I think that music, music making for us and very specifically, well, no, the whole process, I was going to say very specifically lyric writing, but it's the whole process. Like the, the thing that starts bubbling up inside you when you feel like you got to like sit at the piano or pick up a guitar or start making something in, in the computer. Like it's that feeling of catharsis and sort of, it's our way of figuring our life out and processing stuff. And so I think that when we do that, we always want to have, there's always got to be a tinge of hope or positivity in there, even if it's sort of bittersweet and melancholic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, whatever, whatever hard things we've been through in our life, this, uh, this, this pandemic included, we've always, we can get really sad about it and we can get really distressed, but we always both sort of, sort of default to, um, finding the positive in it because there's 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 positive stuff in anything in everything even the seemingly most horrific thing and if you can find those positive little gems and then focus on those and then enlarge them that's kind of like the only way we know to get through stuff and so that's what we wanted to do and that's also just what we naturally did through the process of writing these songs anyways so i think that's why the themes of the record while they can be sort of deep and maybe a bit dark on the surface, when you get into them and you start feeling your way through them, they, they end up in a positive place. And that's kind of what we want to do with all of our music, but very specifically with this record, because it was so visceral and immediate and just like forced, like happening right now, you know, for sure. We've all definitely connected to music in different ways through these different stages of the last few years. So you guys were sharing clips on Twitter, teasing other songs leading up to the release. Is there any one song that you've been most excited for people to hear? I mean, we have a, I guess another single dropping uh, with the record called hanging on. And Tom and I are both really excited for that to sort of get a little minute in the spotlight. Um, 
it was something that was written sort of in the middle of the pandemic when things like, you know, when, when the riots were going on and like the world just felt like a very hectic place to be. And it was, you know, just this idea of like overcoming, like overcoming hardship and having hope and that like, you know, hanging on and just, and, and, and that we will make it through it, you know, like for us, it's always, our music has always had sort of a serious subject matter and sometimes a bit dark, but we've always instilled that there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's very important for us. It's like this idea of hope and, and persevering is all through hardship is always there. And I think just with what happened in the world over the last two years, it was a different hardship in the past. Maybe it was things that we were going through in our personal lives, but with this one, it's something that the whole world connected on altogether. And so this song is kind of a very triumphant, hopeful, wanting to connect with people and wanting everyone to sort of rise up and, 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 and get through it together. And like, that doesn't have to be limited to just what happened in the pandemic. You know, the song can, can live on that. That will always be something that humans have to overcome. You know, do you think it's going to be like a whole moment in itself to play that song live? For sure. I mean, I think, you know, we try to get to the truth of things as, as, as sort of basically and, and directly as possible. And this song really is that for us. And it was written out of this place of, you know, overcoming this craziness that we were going through in the last two years. But now, you know, with, with what's happening in the world, it's even more poignant. And I think that, um, this song specifically, while it has a sort of a, like I said earlier, like it starts with this sort of seemingly darker subject matter and sort of feeling of, expressing the feeling of sort of feeling lost and hopeless. It it ends with this wanting to be hope, finding hope and pushing on. And also the song, like the music of the song is very sort of triumphant and and dancey and fun. It's we've been rehearsing it, um, getting ready to go out out on tour and it's so fun to play with the live band and it's going to be so fun to play live. Like we can't wait. You guys are going on tour. Is there anything new that you guys are going to try as a band or uh, anything new that the fans can see? Obviously the new music, but in terms of the show, what can people expect? I mean, we haven't played with the band for t- over two years now. Wow. Is this your first tour? Yes, we haven't wow. played a single, we haven't played a single live show with the full band since March 7th, 2020. So our first show back will be a little album release party this Thursday, March third so it's almost two years to the day that the band last played together so that coupled with a new light show that we're excited about coupled with new music and you know we we released an ep called desire during the pandemic we've now released this record we've done a single with elderbrook um and so we've had a lot of music that's gotten quite successful over the past couple years that we've never had a chance to actually play out live in a full band show so it's like it kind of feels like we're almost playing catch up, which is like, usually as a band, you're, you're, you know, you have trouble like, you know, staying ahead of the ball, but it's amazing to be able to come with so much new material and, uh, get back with the band. So I think we're just excited to be able to do what we love again, you know? Yeah. How do you sit down and nail that set list down? Like with so much new stuff that you're playing catch up with, is it hard or... Yeah, it's been challenging. I mean, it's been fun because it's from a, you know, when we first started, we kind of didn't have enough material. And then you have some, you know, you do kind of do it, you iterate at each tour and you get better, hopefully, at making an exciting set list. And now this is the first time we've really had like 
just tons of material to draw from or what, what feels like tons of material. And like, there's songs we're going to have to leave out, you know, that we want, that we would maybe like to play, but that's just the way it is. And I think the nice thing, um, about playing with the band is they're so talented and, and thoughtful and creative too, that we get to create these moments that, um, between the records, like we play some songs and we sort of start and stop like a rock band but a lot of the a lot of the records we also mix together like a dj would and um so in those transitions we get to make these cool other musical moments that are really the product of the four of us just being in a room working it out and that's part of what's fun about making the set list is kind of thinking like oh what songs will go well together and like what can we do that's kind of special in between to create moments that isn't just like oh we're playing new rec we're playing new music out that we haven't played before, but it's also like we're creating these own, these little specific musical moments that might even be slightly different each night. Um, that are just the product of being of mixing two songs together or something like that. So, um, we're that, that compared with, um, you know, continued with like a bunch of new visuals and musical and then visual stuff and video and stuff. It's going to be really fun to, um, to play this set list that we have slaved over over the last few weeks yeah. and agonized over a bit, but it's fun. It's great to do it from a place of um, relative seeming, you know, like feeling like you've got a lot of stuff in the arsenal. So the Ogden was our first show on the tour to sell out. Like it sold out super quick. And oh, wow. uh, so we, we, we added the show in Boulder and I think there's still a handful of tickets for that left. So we're just excited to come back to Colorado. So this is a, a new music podcast. Are there any bands or artists that you're really excited about right now? I know that's kind of a on the spot question maybe, but uh, I mean, um, we're going to be touring with Tisha and Amtrak who are, are two acts that we've been fans of for a while. And uh, they're DJs and they've released some amazing music over the last couple of years. And I think especially like I've gotten kind of more popular since the pandemic happened. And so I think, you know, they're just finally getting back out and doing shows as well. So bringing them on the road is going to be really fun. Been quite into cannons lately. You've probably been playing some of their stuff. That is all I'm going to say, because like, for some reason I'm blanking on a few others, but no, there's lots of good new music coming out. And, um, and, uh, you know, lots of, I feel like this is going to be a great year for music because tons of people have been hold away, you know, in their, in their studios, writing, writing, writing. So, um, before I let you go, one more thing. We do a thing on our podcast when we have bands on, um, where we ask for your three excellent things. And so, you know, three excellent things between you guys, whether it's band related or, um, just <laughs> good things happening to either of you. They have to be excellent. Well, it's pretty excellent. Be- we finally have a record coming out. I'd say that. <laughs> That's true. That'd be my number one. How about you, Tom? An excellent thing just in general is pizza. Tom, yeah, Tom just said pizza. I have to agree with him on that. Pizza is another excellent thing. And, and it's something that in, in Los Angeles we've been trying to explore. Like we, The band started in New York, so we're like, we have a very pizza sophisticated pizza palette, you know? Sure. Um, yeah, we're, we're pizza snobs is another way of saying it. I'm going to have to go for the last thing is going to be excellent is the is tour bus life because we're about to get on a tour bus and like it's so fun like it's the it's like summer camp for adults like you're just with all we're so lucky that we have a uh, a crew of people that we really love to work with and it's just fun like 
you know, once you get the first couple of shows out of the way and you get really dialed in, it's really just a month and a half of just the most fun you can have. Every, and everyone's running, you know, it's really hard work, but you, you bond in that. And so I'd have to say tour bus life is something that's very excellent. And we're going to have to experience that very soon. And hopefully with that, a lot of pizza. Yes. <laughs> Those go hand in hand. Um, yeah. I asked recently, like when people started getting back out, one of my questions was what from the road and touring did you miss that you never expected to one time a band i asked them that and they said gas station food and i was like that's like exactly what i'm what i had in my mind so i I have this like i've been saying this for years every truck stop like there's these one called like flying j or pilot and they're like you know that's where the big huge semis pull up and get gas and like Mm -hmm. in there for some reason in every single one of them there's a glass case with like a giant 200 dollar dragon statue and like they all have it they all have like a for some reason they have this like weird cabinet filled with like swords and dragon statues and i'm like why why is that there and i think i might have to buy the drag i'm gonna go in and be the guy that buys the dragon statue finally so that's gonna buy one for the bus (laughs) yeah yeah it can be like our pizza shrine every night with on the bus Well, guys, thank you so much again, Tom and Jimmy from Bob Moses for talking with me today. Check out the new album. It's called The Silence In Between. And we will see you guys soon. Okay, awesome. Like, seriously, that was so cool of them to jump on. You know, we mentioned that we saw them at the Black Sheep in 2017. Um, Last night was a bit off the hook. Yeah, K-Flay. First I'm, show for her since 2016? 17. I think sa- it 17. It was 2017 is my shirt. Oh, yeah. My shirt I'm wearing is uh, from that. <laughs> that was at the Black Sheep. But then we saw her again at the Fillmore in Denver sometime after that, like 2019 yeah. maybe or something. So um, so anyway, super awesome. Upsell, killer, of course. And wow, big sold out show. So again, big thanks to Bob Moses for talking to us today. Go check out their album, The Silence in Between. There's also a video of it, of the interview at x1039radio.com. And on What's New Now, every Friday we talk new releases. So we're going to fill up the playlist that's in the description. The link is with other new music out today. The new album from Band of Horses is out today. So we're going to add some songs from that to the playlist. Sean, what is your standout? The new song from Wet Leg, Angelica. Mm -hmm. It's so cool. It's so cool. And I think um, Crowley pointed out, um, once again, they're singing about beer somehow. They fit. I feel like they fit beer into every song. And he, is, <laughs> he pointed that out. And now I'm like, yeah, they totally do. So new album from them, debut album, right? Out on April 8th. Yep. Uh, that's my birthday. That's your birthday. It's my birthday. It's a, that's a big release day, too. It is. It's huge. Yeah, quite's on their big list. So um, thank you, Wetleg, for choosing my birthday to <laughs> release your album, which is going to be fantastic. That's why they did it. Make sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe, uh, rate, like Chris Bro, whatever his name is. Rick. Did, oh, Rick Bro. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick Bro, that drag queens are not your thing, but maybe we're just not your thing then, right? Yeah. All if right. you don't like drag queens, you don't like us. Simple. Get out.